I'm not a real cook like Julia Child or Mario Batali. Julia Child wasn't always Julia Child. This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to Episode 55 of the Catholic Foodie, King's Day Anticipation. Welcome to the Catholic Foodie. My name is Jeff Young. I'm your host, and uh, with me today, co-hosting, is my lovely wife, Char Young. Hey, welcome, Charlene. So good to have you back. Thanks. <laughs> so what is on the menu today? Let's take a look over here at the menu and see. We've got, uh, oh my goodness, can you believe it? We've got some more feasting. Lots. Lots of feasting to talk about today on the show. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Epiphany. Today was this, uh, the Feast of the Epiphany in the Catholic Church. We'll talk about that. Some feedback, contest winner, and more. So stay here at the Catholic Foodie. Where, Where food, food meets faith. faith. All right, that was pretty good. Thank you. I think we did a good job on that one. <laughs> so what's on the, uh, the menu right now to start off with? What are we going to talk about, honey? How about, um, oh, goodness, let's see. What, what's on your list? Well, you, uh, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, All right. you put how, everything in order. How about, uh, kind of like the... Uh, the food that we've been eating. Okay. I mean, since it's it's Christmas season, we're still in the Christmas season. So, uh, what what has been on the menu at our house? Wow, lots. Um, I I can't remember what day it is. Can you? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I can. Today is Sunday, the second. No, the third. I I remember that because tomorrow, the fourth, is uh, unfortunately uh, a return to work. I know. It, it's back to the grindstone tomorrow. So I think uh, I've been feeling some inner turmoil and tension the last couple of days. We've noticed. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, this but past week has been great. This past week, yeah, all the days kind of meshed together. But we did have a good friend, uh, Big D, come over. It's kind of an annual visit. He comes and stays you know, spends the evening, stays the night, and... and Big D, by the way, is Christopher's godfather, and a very a very good friend, a very old friend. He's We've been friends for probably, what, 13 years? It was before we got married. Yep. So we... He comes, and we do... Well, I think we just started it last year, the grilling grilling of the seafood, grilling, the, grilling oysters. I think last year was the first year we did it, but we've... Yeah, I think it so. It was so good, we had to redo... So I think so. It was um we picked up a bunch of good food, good seafood. Yeah. We um, did. T- two days in a row actually. I think the last time that we uh podcasted the 29th, we I think that right. was the day we did the trout that's or right. the tilapia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. That was delicious. And, and the then, next day was when it was when Dwayne came. Mhm. And we picked up oysters and we picked up uh well, I just asked you to please pick some bull crabs up for me, mm-hmm. and and we picked up a bunch of shrimp. Yeah, to barbecue, yeah. and they were gorgeous shrimp, and they were beautiful, and they were huge. Yeah, they were. And they were about twelve count. Huh? It was the the sign said ten to fifteen count, but goodness gracious, the some of them were like monsters, gargantuan. Yeah. So, anyway, yep, that was our uh, annual thing with Dwayne. We uh, we char grilled the oysters. The recipe for that I think is posted on the website under char grill oysters, 
And uh, what was some of the stuff that we put in the sauce, hon? Wow, you did it, boo. Well, I know I did it, but what all I did we? Watching. Well, I think in that sauce we put a, a pound of butter. <laughs> and as Julia Child says, uh, you can never have too much butter. So a pound of butter went in there, and uh, garlic, and uh, goodness, I'm gonna forget now. We did put crystal Worcestershire. Oh no, we did. We used the garlic flavored Tabasco. Right. Uh, some Worcestershire sauce, or Worcestershire, or however you pronounce that. Worcestershire. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, the way we pronounce it down here is Worcestershire. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we put some of that and lemon. Didn't I put? Lemon? And you put. Half and half in it, too. No, that was for the shrimp. Oh, okay. I think oh, I put lemon. I'm, okay. I'm thinking of the well, wrong the oysters. sauce. That was all the stuff I put in the oysters. Oh, you didn't put the... I'm, <laughs> no Worcestershire in the oysters. We, I made two sauces. Well, yes, three I'm telling in two you days. what you put in the And I'm asking for shrimp. the oysters. What do we do with the oysters? Not the... It was butter. Not the Worcestershire. It was butter. It was... Tabasco. The Tabasco. Garlic, lemon, lemon, garlic, <laughs> and is that it? I th- Golly, I can't even remember. Anyway, it was delicious. It was tangy, zesty, uh, good. But that's not all. See what happens is you take the. Uh, we had some oyster shells that I got from uh, the seafood market, and you line those up onto the grill, uh, heat them up, and you put a little bit of the sauce in there, and then you uh, stick a uh, you know one oyster per shell. And top it with more sauce, and then you sprinkle what on top? Cheeses. What kind? um, Parmesan and Romano. Yep, Parmesan, Romano. And fresh parsley. And fresh parsley. And you let those uh, cook for maybe three to five minutes, and uh, pull them and eat them right away. They're delicious. Yep. Awesome. We did that, and we made a lot of them, too. We did, I'm thinking, almost, almost an entire half gallon of oysters. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty incredible. Uh, and then we also did the shrimp that night, and that was the sauce with the Worcestershire. And a beer and cream. Right. So it had butter. I think it only had half a pound of butter. Uh, it had some, almost a full cup of beer, almost a full cup of half and half. Worcestershire, garlic again, fresh garlic. I may have even put garlic powder. Um, what else? That's about it, no? Tabasco. More. I think I used crystal, actually, in that one. I can't remember. Maybe some cayenne. Anyway, that was for uh, barbecue shrimp. We did New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp uh, on the grill, which in retrospect, I think we would have preferred it in the oven. Yeah, now we've decided we like both better in the oven. Right. Because we did a few in the oven the next day, and we found that to have them cook in the sauce actually was was more tasty. Well, you can have, well, for the shrimp at least, they're actually in a dish with the sauce. So they're cooking in the sauce. Uh, the oysters are in the sauce either way, but there's something about the intensity of the sauce in the oven as compared to the grill. I think part of the reason is that the grill gets so hot it burns up the sauce. Or we could try doing it again on the grill, but... In dishes, not in shells, right. where they're in more of the sauce because they they're not in much sauce if they're in the shell. Right. Yeah, that may have been a good move. So, or maybe I don't know. That's that's what I would say. Well, we'll have to think about or, that for next time. You were you would open the shells and then you were using both sides of a shell, right? So you could have used just the 
deeper side. The deeper shell. The deeper side. Yeah. That's probably what they do at the restaurants. And then had we would have had to do, uh, it'd be half as many at a time. But that's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good. That's a good we did that. And, and then, we ate wait, lots of bread. Wait, what it. else do we eat? We had the crabs. Y'all had the crabs. Mm-hmm. And do they have a lot of fat in them? Oh, yeah. They were female and they were like, we like the fat. And the heads. And Christopher really enjoyed that too, didn't he? We all did, girls. <laughs> Except for me and Christopher Dwayne. Christopher and me. Me and Big D, we don't... Uh, they we, share They share the... Um, the spoils. The, no, they share the... They just can't work that hard for a little bit of crab meat. See, crawfish are different. Crawfish are smaller, but the tail is it's full of meat. So you, you peel a tail, which takes, you know, when you're practiced like us, it takes no time at all. Peel the shell, pop the... The tail in your mouth and and you're done, uh, but a crab it takes forever to to crack it open in different places to get the meat out, and it's just not a lot of meat for all the work. It's worth it. That's my humble opinion, as a foodie. Okay, that's your opinion. <laughs> you and Dwayne, but they're that. good. I enjoy. I mean, they they do taste good. I just don't like. Uh, I just don't like doing all that work for so little. Uh, but I love like crab meat, like lump crab meat in dishes or in, in a salad. That stuff is good. Yeah. Someone else did so, the work. Well, that was our uh well, I can't I can't finish the conversation on our Christmas celebration with Big D without mentioning the beer. Oh yeah, you that's all you. Okay. Well, Dwayne and I are both we like good beer. And so we went to the store on the way home from the 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 seafood market, went to the store and picked up a bunch of different kinds of beer. We went for a variety here. We had, uh, goodness gracious, I don't even know if I can remember all of the, the labels we had. Uh, we had a couple of the Sam Adams. Sam Adams has a new Imperial label. They've got Imperial White, Imperial Stout, and another Imperial something or other. And uh, I guess they're Imperial because they, they call them Imperials, a different line. And the, the alcohol content is higher, but it's also got... It's got more weight to it. It's it's got more body to it, and uh, they were just really really good beers. So we had just a couple of those, and there was like a Chimay. We had a couple of Abbey Ales. We had um, what was the first one we had? What was that? Uh, we had a um, Anne will like this. We had a um, the ESB Extra Special Bitters, I believe it is. Same people that make the London uh, the London. Oh goodness, I'm gonna forget the name of it. The London something, right? Uh, wonderful beer. That was very good. Uh, we had Chimay. We had, I don't know, there, there's some pictures. Matter of fact, one of the things I'll talk about in a few minutes are blog posts. I have been putting up blog posts of our uh, Christmas feasts, and there's lots of pictures. If you want to see pictures of all the stuff I've been talking about on the show, just go over to catholicfoodie.com and look up the last couple of posts. The one with Big D is not posted yet. It will be posted uh, probably later tonight. And so we'll have pictures of the beer and pictures of the, the seafood, the, the oysters and the shrimp on the grill and all that good stuff. So catholicfoodie.com, you got lots of good uh, posts there with, uh, with delicious-looking pictures. So go check that out. And uh, that's because I can't remember all the beers. That's all I'm going to say right now. I can't remember all the ones that we had. It was just so many, just different varieties, you know. Yep. So, okay. Uh, so what, what are we going to talk about now? Our wonderful date. We went on a date? Well, I mean, I know that, but I'm just in surprise and shock that we actually went on a date. I, believe me, baby, I know we went on a date, but 
I'm like in shock. Like, we went on a date? Like, it never happens. Okay. How long had it been since our last date? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Yes, we did. We went on a date. That was really awesome. Tell me about it. Well, we went to a place which is actually just a couple miles up the street. It's located in downtown Covington. And we haven't been in a long time, but we have been several times. It's called Ristorante del Porto. And it's um, just a great, I'd say, northern northern Italian restaurant. They use all local ingredients. Um, A lot of it comes from the farmer's market. And it's just great. And they have a happy hour, which we had not, (coughs) you know, we had never been to, but we'd heard about it a little bit. I mean, we I we did. didn't know about it until until uh, recently. Is that mm-hmm. right? Pretty recently. Okay. So, are you going to pull up that talking reference? Yeah, the, I'm going to do that. You go the ahead menu, and... but um, one of the things they serve is um, fresh fruit martinis, um, which was nice. I had actually a satsuma martini, which is um, it was not what I expected. It was so much better. Um, it was full of mottled. Uh, satsuma which is just beautiful so it came it's bright orange full of satsuma and it was like too good it tasted like orange juice you know (laughs) so it made me a little nervous um, (laughs) because I could have just drank the whole thing in one sip Mm -hmm. Um, but it was wonderful and then we started with um, what they call bocconcini which is similar to like a tapas, most people mm-hmm. know of tapas, um, just small plates of, of appetizers, and they were fantastic. Um, one of my favorites was the arancini, which was a roasted red pepper arancini stuffed with goat cheese. Wow. And Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Three small so arancini came on an order, and... The ones I've I've had actually before the Arantini I've had at another restaurant in Baton Rouge, um, which is more of a Sicilian restaurant. There's a there there. It's like a rice, a, a deep. I guess it's deep fried. It's, got, it's fried. It's fried. It's fried. Um, but they always made theirs really large, mm-hmm. you know. But so these were very small, and um, that goat cheese was just oh so wow, good. that was delicious. But that was just one of very many we had. Um, okay. What very, about, very many, not arancini, but very many uh, um, plates. Okay. They, these were small little appetizer plates, very small plates. So yeah, I mean, that the arancini was like $4 for a plate, which, you know. It was wonderful. Which is just so nice. Now, the okay, I'm not even big on to <laughs> – I'm going to mention this one. The – what about the crispy potatoes? No, I'm oh. going to talk about the crispy, crispy potatoes. Oh, yeah. Which were just – Actually, quite large wedges of fried potato. There were three mm-hmm. of them, but the garlic aioli. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I could have just like gone swimming in it. It is just it's so good, huh? It was finger looking good. It was. In fact, I think you did. I did. Did you put your face in the bowl? And- <laughs> I tried. My face wouldn't fit. The bowl was too small. Next time we have to ask for a big bowl. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I had to say, honey, stop. Yeah, I was 
<laughs> we got to the bottom of it. There was still some in there. I oh, to, it had to be eaten. He just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It wasn't too embarrassing. So we had an order of that, the crispy potatoes with garlic aioli. We also had the bruschetta. We had two orders of that because it was very inexpensive, but it had three to an order. We had one that had just like a, uh, I guess it was a garlic uh, sauce with, with cheese on top. Yes, right. that was great. I don't know what kind of cheese. It was really good. And then there was uh, one with anchovies, which I allowed you to, uh, that was all your department. We brought that home for Christopher, honey. Right. It I, was I, actually I, very lovely. It was um, a garlic puree with a right, anchovy right. on top. A nice, yeah. very small, thin, with the skin, full anchovy on it. Very good. And the 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 the, uh, the garlic puree was fantastic, but I'm just not an anchovy kind of guy. Right. What was the other one? Do you remember? It was a um sweet. Did it have like a um? Well, did it have like a tomatoes and 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 maybe uh, parsley and uh, something sweet in there, like raisins or something, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, I think it was a sweet pepper. It or was. I don't know. Very good. And did we have the gulf shrimp? We had that. Yeah, we as well. did. We had. There were two gulf shrimp with basil, garlic, orange zest, and green chili oil. That was good. That was nice. Yes, I like the orange zest. Mm-hmm. Is different. It, it was, was very good. good. Very good. Okay, uh, we did not have the mussels. That was me no. again. I didn't want to do that. Uh, we did have the balsamic roasted pork sandwiches with sweet. Pickled local peppers and garlic aioli. See, you got that garlic aioli again, so you know this was really good. Yeah, that was re- that was nice. That it was, was juicy. Nice. It was good. It was, it was very really good. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, we did not have the chicken or the rabbit. Or but the we rabbit. did have that last one. I can't I'm getting read it. to it. Uh, Scroll down, down. The pizzette. <gasps> pizzette of caramelized mushrooms, roasted garlic puree, and fresh mozzarella. Oh my goodness! This was like slap your mama good. Yeah, that was really Jeff's. Ho oh, ho. Jeff was all over it. Like we should have gotten a second one. We were getting full. <laughs> <laughs> With all these uh, little appetizers. Uh, they're really, it's not even an appetizer. It's, a, it's like tapas. It's a small, small plate. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. And it. Um, and then we finished off with a salad, a, um, arugula salad, which was so good because we split it, actually. Oh, it was on the arugula, I did, the waitress never came back to tell me if it was local because it was so teeny tiny, teeny tiny, mm-hmm. precious little leaves with um, some nice, was it Romano or Parmesan on top, shaved. It was great. It was really good. It was probably Parmesan. Perfect. And that's how we ended. But we also had two very, oh, we each had a very, very good glass of wine, mm-hmm. right? Which is really nice. I mean, this is like a uh, happy hour thing. So you have all these... Uh, tapas uh, dishes they don't don't normally serve uh, during this time, and they also have a good deal, a good special on the uh, the beer, the wine, and those martinis. So we each had a glass of wine. It was a 2006 Primitivo. This was uh, layer cake, I believe, is the mm-hmm. the uh, the label. I just picked it because it was from Puglia. Puglia. And I remember when I was in Italy, made, ha- having a friend from Puglia. The heel, yeah. the heel yeah. of Italy. So, so that was it. Was I was very impressed. 
I was too. I liked it. Did you look that up? What I haven't looked it up yet, but I did. I mean, I took a picture of the menu. Y'all are wondering, maybe wondering how I can, uh, how I know all the stuff exactly that we we ate. I, I took pictures of each of the pages of the menu so that I could keep a record of uh, of what we had. And I, I really wanted to to know what wine this was, so I need to look that up. It's good. Okay. Uh, anything else special about our date? I mean, it was pouring down rain, storming. I mean, it was, you know, absolutely storming when we were there. And bef- all day, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was just day. nice to be out and where our, our kids were at play practice. Yeah. yeah we love practice. play practice. Play practice is good. It's three hours. So you, <laughs> they're, they're gone for three hours and we get to, uh, to, 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 I don't know, just... Not. Get to experience something we don't normally get to experience, right? We, we we have three children who are with us all day long, all the time. So it's nice to be able to have some adult time and not uh, not have to keep correcting them. You know, stop fighting, stop doing this, stop doing that. Right. You know. So we plan or to here. go again. Um, I plan for us to go the night of their the opening of the show, which is in two weeks, because they have to be there early. And we don't, so we can uh, go see the show. But we'll—it's just literally what half a mile away. Yeah, minutes away. So we could um, make a hop, skip, and a jump over to Del Porto for a little happy hour dinner, and then we'll go pick them. You know, go go see the show for seven. I love that plan. That's fantastic. Love it. (laughs) Well, cool. So that was our uh, our. uh, date, and you know what? I think before we talk about our next little segment, which is going to be about New Year's Day, I think I'm gonna play maybe a let's say Greek or Lebanese bumper. What you think? Okay, I like that. All right, let me find it. When you come to my house and I cook for you, okay? Oh, uh, yeah, that might be a problem. What's problem? I'm the best cook in the family. Tell him. Oh, I did, didn't I? Twice. Okay then. <laughs> oh. Um, it's just uh, yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. (laughs) I love that. Uh, So, yeah, she's going to make lamb. She doesn't make meat. She makes lamb. What do you think about that, Char? (laughs) We made some lamb. When? New Year's Day, hon. What did, I can't even remember. What did we eat on? Oh, we ate the we we did a round two of the seafood on New Year's Eve. We did more shrimp and oysters. No, that was oh yeah, that yeah, was New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. I was trying yeah, to think what we, we what preceded the um, New Year's Day. Okay, right. so we um, yeah, you bought two big old lamb shanks mm-hmm. to line the pot. And of the grape leaves, and then we rolled two pounds of meat um, for the grape leaves. A hundred, a hundred plus grape leaves, right? Yep. Was it that many, or almost a hundred? Almost a hundred. Almost a hundred. What happened was, Chris, uh, New Year's Eve, I had to go. I, I called three different stores, I believe, before I found a grocery store that actually had lamb available. So we ran out. I ran out and got uh, picked up the lamb, the shanks, and also ground lamb. And a few other things that we needed and came back home. Uh, that was New Year's Eve. So it was New Year's Day. Uh, got up, 
and had my coffee and all that good stuff. And uh, we started rolling around. Well, I think I started preparing stuff early, and then we didn't actually sit down to roll until around noon, I guess. Right. I made my black-eyed pea salsa. Mm-hmm. And, and what goes in that? Oh, that was great. That's um, black-eyed peas. I used actually boiled, you know, I did my own from dried beans. but um, So I did a full pound. Gosh, that's a lot. Um, and tomatoes, some nice tomatoes you picked out from um, local here. And uh, lots of cilantro, green onions, olive oil lime juice and cayenne and salt and we eat it as a salsa with um blue chips and i just find it's a great way to eat black-eyed peas you know we've always kind of had it as um oh just my mom just poured the can into a pot and just you know heated them basically so it's just this is so much yummier i think and we, I love to eat beans, and I like to eat beans with rice, and I don't mind eating black-eyed peas with rice. But um, anyway, I really like um, this because it's, oh, and cumin, lots and lots of cumin goes into it. And garlic, lots of garlic. <laughs> yeah, lots of garlic. Huh? So I think it just makes, um, it makes it, you know, different and festive and everyone, it's always a huge hit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then I made a little cabbage salad, which was very nice. Like just a Lebanese salad dressing over some cabbage. And uh, she had asked me to make the dressing, and, and I said, "What, what kind do you want me to make?" And she says, "Just the usual." So I make my usual, and then she realizes that that's not really what she wanted me to make. It was something else. And so, so she took over and she made one. And so he stabbed me with a knife. I did. I did. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I. Did. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. I, I went, See? <laughs> the bobo? I went to hand her the uh, the, it's, the knife. It's, and, it's on uh, the finger next to the thumb that he smashed. Oh, the thumb on the, on the chair just a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm sorry, honey. I, uh, I handed her the knife, but I handed it to her, unfortunately, with the blade First. pointing toward her. <laughs> and she grabbed it. I mean, that's the thing I couldn't I mean, believe. She grabbed the, 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 the blade. <laughs> anyway, okay. So that was, uh, that was exciting. And uh, the, the um, what was I going to say? Well, what were we talking about? You haven't rolled the grape leaves yet. So we rolled the oh, grape leaves. You yeah. put them in the pot and... The grape leaves, that was fun. I mean, we only do this we've, maybe a couple times a year, and it's always a good... I mean, Char's mom makes, like, the best, pretty much everything, but the best grape leaves. And, uh, I mean, it was... I mean, it's an art form. And we got the recipe from her. So ours is not still not quite there because it, we don't have her special touch, you see. Uh, but since so- we're following her recipe, it's it's... Pretty darn good. Yeah. And I mean, we were both comparing as we, because I rolled alongside him. And so we were both deciding who was doing it. I mean, we weren't arguing. We're like, well, maybe we should do it, put the mesh sheet kind of longer, you Mm -hmm. know, and thinner Mm -hmm. or short and fat. And anyway, we were going back and forth trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way to roll, you know? Well, what what is meshy? You just mentioned that, but I don't. You know, there's probably plenty of people here who don't know what meshy is. 
Ameshi is the filling of many things. It could be the fill, filling of a about you know a pepper or um, grape leaves or cabbage rolls um, or I guess other eggplant or whatever. Right. But it's the meat um, with rice. So it was the lamb with the rice and the tomatoes and and don't forget lemon the cayenne and some and garlic. butter. Garlic, cayenne, all that good stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. So that's what that is. Yep. So that's uh, these are Lebanese, by the way. Lebanese uh, stuffed grape leaves. They're uh, lamb stuffed. So, uh, and we sat there and rolled. We rolled until we ran out of meat or meshy. And that was, let's see, about 100, about 100 leaves. So once again, there are or there will be pictures of the grape leaves actually on the website probably later tonight. And so when you put uh, them in Catholic the pot, Foodie. you line your pot with the lamb. With lamb, it's pre- yeah. preferable to have lamb um, shoulder because mm-hmm. of the shape of it. They're flat. And then, uh, but we had to use shank because it was all we had, and I kind of butchered on them to make them flat as I could make them. Try to cut it off the bone. And then we. Um, the top of when you put them in the pot, you have to cover them with a plate, mm-hmm. up, you know, face side down, and that's so as you as you cook them, the leaves don't all come unrolled. Right, right. Well, we add more garlic to the pot once the leaves are in there. You gotta you gotta line the you, get, you line the pot with the meat, then you do a layer of grape leaves like all in the same direction. Then you crisscross them. You know, the next layer goes in the other direction, and so on and so forth. And uh, then you add your uh, your uh, chicken broth and uh, tomatoes, uh, petite diced tomatoes. You add those to the pot. Uh, garlic. Uh, you don't know this, but I actually had leftover uh, minced garlic. I added that. And then I also did the slices and added that as well. And uh, lemon. I think I added more mm-hmm. lemon. And is that about it? That's it. Yeah. We put all that stuff in the pot. And you let it – it's supposed to simmer about 45 minutes, so – uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time to actually heat the pot up. Uh, you don't want to turn it up too high. So I guess it was – they were actually there on the heat for about an hour. And you okay. put the you put that porcelain plate down on top of uh, of the leaves to, to keep them intact as they, uh, as they simmer. So uh, really good stuff. And I am so surprised that we're almost out of them. I know. I mean, the kids, the kids were went just, to town oh, on them. They were just eating and eating and eating. It was unbelievable. They really did. So it so, was it was nice. And we had hummus. I don't know if we mentioned that already, yeah. but we had hummus there as well. So that was really really good. And uh, I guess that's it for our feasting, huh? Yeah. Probably probably everybody's probably sick of hearing about all the food that we ate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great quote, by the way, from uh, Julie and Julia. I do plan on putting that in a bumper at some point, but. Um, uh, she's trying to figure out what she wants to do while she's there in France. And uh, she's talking to her husband, Paul, and she says, you know, but what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And Paul says, well, what is it that you really like to do? What are you, what are you really passionate about? Or what do you really like to do? And she says, food. I like to eat. <laughs> and so they both start laughing, and he says, and we do it so well. And you're so good at it. Now, I do have to say, as a caveat here, that we do not normally eat this way. I mean, like with all the, you know, the, 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 the seafood blowout and the, 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 the lamb and the grape leaves. This is kind of like a holiday-type menu. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. 
It's time for our routine. Yeah, now we're getting back to like beans and rice. That's right. It's that time. Oh, you know what else we're going to be getting back to? Oh, I probably should save this for later. Today's Epiphany, King's Day. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll save that for just a few minutes, in just a few minutes. I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. But I'd like the pie heated, and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side, and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not heated. Uh-huh. I'll have what she's having. Well, I have a new segment that I've been thinking about doing, and uh, here's a hint as, as to what it is. It's time for the weekly blog post recap. That's my attempt at making a funny little bumper, which I didn't have time to finish, but <laughs> a weekly blog post recap. And I'm thinking about doing this because, you know, there's so much excellent Catholic content out there on the web, the World Wide Web. And I figured, hey, why not talk about some of that stuff because, I mean, it's just really, really good stuff. So I think I already mentioned the first the first three things uh, on my list here. Uh, I'm going to say very, very quickly because I already mentioned it. Uh, CatholicFoodie.com, and I'm not going to talk just about my posts. <laughs> um, but I did want to bring up the fact that, uh, you know, all the stuff that we've been talking about, these these meals – I took lots and lots of pictures. A bunch of them I posted on Facebook and Twitter. So you can always join the uh, Catholic Foodie fan page on Facebook or follow me over at uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's at Catholic Foodie. That's the tag. Or not the tag. What do you call it? The handle, the Twitter handle. Uh, but I'm also posting them on the website. So if you go over to CatholicFoodie.com, I have a couple of these uh, posts there already. Uh, our Christmas feasts, which deal with... Uh, the baptism of uh, Char's uh, brother and, and well, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and their their baby was baptized a couple of weeks ago, and we had a huge Lebanese feast over there. So I've got pictures of that. Uh, also, our Christmas Eve muffaladas, which we talked about last last episode, I've got pictures of those, and also the wonderful breakfast casserole that uh, Char made for Christmas Day pictures there as well. Tonight, I will put the post up for the seafood blowout that we had uh, with Big D, so you can look for that one as well. Uh, Lots of good stuff, uh, good pictures, and I hope that you enjoy those. I also do want to mention, though, that Inga from from Father Roderick's neck of the woods, actually, (laughs) uh, she uh, submitted a post yesterday uh, called it's, it's Dutch Pancakes with Warm Summer Fruits, Ice Cream, and Grated Coconut. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. She says it's not really healthy, but it is delicious. So uh, that recipe is there at CatholicFoodie.com. Make sure you check that one out. And if you ever want some really good pancakes, <laughs> I would recommend this recipe. Uh, also, I have to mention I Bloom. Uh, which is actually spelled I-I Bloom, I-I Bloom. Uh, so iBloom.com, uh, it's a, a young adult Catholic website. It, it started a few months back. Matter of fact, I had the founders of that website on the show, and I can't remember which uh, which episode that was, but uh, they were on the show with me. Uh, really good conversation I had with them. Uh, I, I did post an article over there about uh, health and wealth in the new year. And it's a southern tradition we have 
down here in, in the south of eating black-eyed peas and cabbage on New Year's Day. So here I am, selfish, self, what is it, uh, selfish, that's not the word. What selfless. Am I trying? That's selfless. I'm thinking it is selfish, but there's a <laughs> there's a there's an expression I can't think of right now. But it's self promotion, shameless. That's it, shameless, shameless self promotion. I just mentioned to you three of the four are my posts, <laughs> so it's uh, shameless self promotion. That's terrible. But right now I'm going to tell you something about hell, or at least <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell burns. This is sister. Sister uh, Helena, uh, she's got a fantastic blog, Hell Burns, and she's got a fantastic post on there. The most recent one is called Nuns Just Want to Have Fun. I would play it for you. It's a, actually a video, uh, but you would really get nothing but music out of it. It's, it's, there's nothing there until the very end. I recommend you go check that out, and I believe it's hellburns.blogspot.com. Let me pull that up just to make sure. Um uh, Yes, Hell Burns, which it really does, I'm sure. Hellburns.blogspot.com. Nuns just want to have fun. And what this is, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it's the first time I heard of it. Uh, what this is, is Catholic TV up in Boston. They have a new iPhone app. And I downloaded that as soon as I saw this this afternoon. I saw this post from, uh, from, uh, uh, hellburns.blogspot.com. I went ahead and, and downloaded that. I haven't really played with it yet, but it looks really cool. Matter of fact, let me tell you what this thing can do. Uh, it says the, the, the tagline is carry your faith in your pocket. So the Catholic TV app is a portable ambassador of what is truly good, holy, and honorable about the Catholic Church. Watch the Daily Mass, the Holy Rosary, a unique reflection for each day, and keep abreast of what's going on at America's Catholic Television Network. So Catholic TV, their brand new app, you can find that in the uh, the App Store, at the App Store and iTunes, and it's free. Isn't that cool? It is free. So uh, you can check that out. If you want to see the commercial for it, just go to hellburns.blogspot.com. Another uh, uh, blog post that I want to talk about is uh, one written by Sister Anne Flanagan. Sister Anne is a wonderful person, a fantastic nun, and I got to meet her for the first time, for the very first time, at the CNMC in June, and that was such a treat. Uh, Sister Anne is a daughter of St. Paul. Same thing with Sister Helena. She's a daughter of St. Paul as well, and which is part of the same family that, that Char and I belongs to, the Pauline family, uh, Char and I belongs to, that Char and I belong to, the Pauline family, founded by uh, uh, Blessed James Alberioni. And uh, let's see, her website, I'm pulling it up right now, so we can talk about this particular uh, blog post. All right, this particular uh, blog post, you can find it over at Romans8v29. That's like Romans chapter 8, verse 29, right? romans 8 v twenty nine. Dot blogspot.com, and it's called Be It Resolved. And, uh, Char, you had a chance to read this just a little bit ago as well, huh? I did. <coughs> and, well, because we had thought about talking, I'd wanted, I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about, um, you know, resolutions. And my before I read it, I was thinking, instead of making an, a year's resolution, it would be 
a little more beneficial to make a monthly resolution and just each month make a resolution. And um, Sister Anne's article was very, very good because it's the same sort of idea. Um, basically, um, Blessed James Alberioni had said to make your resolutions few, specific, and practical. And he gave five recommended areas of focus, being family, uh, spirituality, intellectual life, your work and finances, and your health. And just to have only one point for each one. Um, So I thought that was great, um, because otherwise it just becomes way too overwhelming, huh? Yes. So, go ahead. And you said something earlier about making a resolution not for the year, but for... Just for the month. Just for the month. Right. Uh, Because, I mean, basically you don't wake up and like all of a sudden, you know, I mean, if you start, I I don't know, I think it's just typical. I think I grew up this way. You wake, you you think you're going to wake up on the first and be a different person, you know, Mm -hmm. because you want all, you want to do all these things. Well, I mean, it just doesn't work out that way. Mm -hmm. First of all, we're in the middle of a holiday, right? Mm -hmm. And secondly, just having had commitments yesterday morning and this morning, we had to be somewhere at a particular time. Oh, my God. I mean, it was just so bad. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, So, I mean, and tomorrow, I mean, you know, it's just going to be hard. So it's going to take a while to get the motor running. And you're going to be like on the 10th of the month before you like kind of kicked back into gear, you know? Yep. Um, so I just think. So to think to think that, you know, you got to make this resolution for a year. Right. Is kind of overwhelming. Right. I mean, it is for me, I know. So a month is, is, is doable. Right. Maybe even a week or maybe even a day <laughs> for me would be doable. But I like this idea too. Just one thing, because I already, I don't want to overwhelm the kids, but like they've gotten so out of control. I never thought, I mean, at the beginning of this break, I thought, I mean, we needed it so badly mm-hmm. and it was so great to be off. And um, that song, you know, and mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again, <laughs> made our made us roll our eyes because, well, first we homeschool, but um, we teach. And so we're not ready for school. You know, we uh-huh. want the break as long as we can get it. And uh, but now I think the same thing with eating all this rich, wonderful food every day has been great, but it's great up until a point and it's time just to get back to the the basics and the, Absolutely. the kids need the um they need that routine because the behavior's just completely mm. out of control. It's been tough the last few days. It's been really tough. So uh, yeah, I like this. I like what Citran says, you know, it's and she's she's writing about something that Blessed Alberioni uh, uh said, but you have the five areas, right? Family, spirituality, intellectual life, work and finances, and then health. So five, <clears throat> excuse me, five different areas that you would make a resolution in, just one resolution. And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm doing this. I have made no resolutions yet. Have you made some? No, nope. I've uh, made. Well, no, I've made some for you, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. well, thank you. Uh, I have, I'll, I'll, I have I'll several sure, suggestions. <laughs> I'll make sure to check in with you before uh, before the year starts. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I have like a whole list that kind of just runs through my head, you know, and I, and like about 20 per child that I can think of. But obviously, I'm not going to do that to them, right. you know, but I'd love to. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I made resolutions for Advent and, and did kind of so-so with them. But I mean, I, you know, I have like a love-hate thing with uh, resolutions. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> You're better? Oh. Okay. So, uh, anyway, but I do like this because it kind of narrows it down. It pairs it down to something that's actually doable. So, uh, just an idea. You ought to go over there and read Sister Anne and the wisdom that she imparts at Romans8v29.blogspot.com. You can also just Google NunBlogger. Okay. Was there anything else I wanted to say about the blog post? I think... Oh, there's one last thing I want to say about blog post. Uh, Shelly and Lisa over at uh, of Sound, Mind, and Spirit. Make sure to check those uh, their recent blog post out too. I, I really enjoyed them. They were they had a number of uh, Catholic, uh, not Catholic. I mean, they're all Catholic. They're Catholic uh, Christmas uh, posts, and it's kind of like the real deal. You know, trying to keep focused on Christmas and what Christmas is all about, but it also kind of you got you know insight into their family, and I really like that. So, uh, of sound mind and spirit, uh, their Christmas post, and let me double check once again, make sure I have the correct uh, the correct address here. It's soundmindandspirit.blogspot.com, and that is Shelley and Lisa over there. Uh, they do a really good job as well. So, go check those out. You heard him? You could not ask for a more noble cause than that. Sonny, true love is the greatest thing in the world. Except for nice MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich when the mutton is nice and lean and the tomatoes ripe. They're so perky. I love that. Well, back in episode uh, 51, just uh, four episodes back, I interviewed uh, Marshall Cook, and he was the author, is the author of uh, Time Management. The Time Management, let me see what it is. There's the book right here, Time Management, A Catholic Approach, and uh, it has an accompanying workbook, uh, the Time Management workbook, it's uh, A Catholic Approach. Uh, Excellent conversation I had with Marshall that day. Uh, You ought to go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, uh, I, I desperately need time management. This could be my resolution. This could be my New Year's resolution. That could be a one-month resolution. Read, right. read the read book the, and do the... Uh, I need to do the workbooks. Do the workbook. I, I read the book. I need to do the workbook. But to actually implement this in my life because, wow, if there's anybody in the world that needs time management besides my wife, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I also need help now because I'm probably in trouble. Uh, okay. Uh, but anyway, I have two... Copies. I have a. Well, I have a, one series, one uh, set here, the book and the workbook to give away. And we had a contest going on. And the way that you were to enter the contest was just to go to episode uh, fifty-one, the post there over at catholicfoodie.com, and make a comment in the comment section. And uh, I had a few people who did that. Uh, I think we had one, two, three, four, five. I think seven comments made. So I'm going to use. Uh, a random number. That's my on my iPhone. There's a random number generator here, and we're gonna pick a winner. How about that, Jar? Cool. 
I was wondering how you were going to do it. Yeah, I need to make sure I have the right number here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get the number is going to be between one and seven. Oops. And here we go. We're going to generate a number here, number three, right in the middle, number three. So let's uh, let's go. This one, two, and how come this isn't going down? I did. Uh, yeah. What did you do? I just went to that. Okay. One, two, three. This is Angelica. Angelica. Uh, I hope I don't butcher your name here. Uh, Quinones. 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 Angelica Quinones. Uh, Email me. Email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com and uh, send me your address, and I will send out these books to you. And uh, do me a favor, too. Once you get them and look them over, let me know uh, how you like them. Uh, You can... Comment again on the post or send me an email. Just let me know what you think about the books and if you think that they are helpful for you. And uh, I will also probably continue to talk about these books as I continue to work. I will be working through the workbook. I need to do that. I've just I haven't had a whole lot of time lately, you know. So I will I will work through the workbooks and uh, I will probably check back in with you as to my progress. All right, so that's great, Angelica. One, cool. All right, what else, Charlene? What else we have to go on, uh, going on here? Is that it? About? Well, we do have yeah. this happening. What is this? Uh, today is the Feast of? Epiphany. The Epiphany, King's Day. And we're calling this episode the King's Day Anticipation, not because we're anticipating King's Day starting, because it's here. Uh, liturgically, it's here. Uh, technically, it should be on the 6th, but it's moved to the uh, to the closest Sunday. So today is the Feast of Epiphany in the Catholic Church. But uh, January 6th is the normal uh, the normal feast day, and that is the 12th day after Christmas. So it's the, you know, 12th day. Right. And uh, when the kings come and visit the child Jesus, the babe, the, the, uh, the infant Jesus, and present him with uh, gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And this is a big celebration all over the world. You've got many different cultures that celebrate this day. And I've talked about this in the past, and, and one of the ways that we celebrate it down here in Louisiana, and it's celebrated in, in other cultures as well, is with a cake, a special cake. We call them king cakes. And uh, we have a special uh, liking or affection for king cakes down here. <laughs> and they're wonderful. So anyway, it's it, the bottom line, and what I want to share with you today, and I'm excited about this. Matter of fact, Christmas Day, I can't believe this. I'm almost ashamed. Christmas Day, I woke up I, when I was taking my shower. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I sing in the shower. Christmas Day, I was singing Mardi Gras songs in the shower. <laughs> Please don't tell anybody that, okay? Don't tell anybody that. So I'm going to spare you today from having to listen to a Mardi Gras song, but next episode, watch out. You know, I, I will probably have some Mardi Gras stuff going on from here until the beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday. Because it is officially, after today's feast, it is officially Mardi Gras season down here. That's right. We're going to decorate our Christmas tree Mardi in Gras Mardi Gras. Gras. Yeah. Yep. And, and you know what? We need all the help we can get because the media, unfortunately, today portrays Mardi Gras as this terrible pagan uh, uh, debauchery party animal type uh, event, right? Carnival, all this, this whole period is portrayed so negatively. And you know, granted, right, there is a lot of bad stuff that goes on 
with Mardi Gras, but it does not. It 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 didn't start that way, and it's not supposed to end that way. So we're going to do our part to reclaim the Catholicity of Mardi Gras. Cool. And the family family oriented. Uh, celebration that it really is, right? Awesome. Of Mardi Gras. So join us. Join. Let's join forces to reclaim Mardi Gras. Same way we need to join forces to reclaim Christmas. Yeah, and and Halloween. Halloween. I love Halloween. It is so Catholic, and so many people just don't get that. But that's for another time, right? We got to reclaim our holidays slash holy days so join me in doing that and i'll help you along by playing some mardi gras music over the next several episodes anyway okay we're gonna wrap this up uh, we've been talking for a long time char and uh it's been so good having you back on the show i can't wait till next episode when you're back with me right <laughs> hopefully it's just a one one week at a time thing you know okay well hopefully we can make it work a uh, couple things here. First of all, the SQPN giving campaign is still underway. You can go to sqpn.com slash donate or go over to sqpn.com up in the upper right-hand corner. you got a, a, a pig that is transforming itself into a, a pink pig. I think he's going from gray to pink. Anyway, uh, you can go over there, click on that, and donate. Please do because it helps SQPN to continue for another year producing excellent Catholic content. And we need that. We, need, we have to reclaim I guess you'd say reclaim or just conquer, <laughs> conquer the internet, right? Got to conquer. Uh, we we should have a awesome uh, a, a force to be dealt with type of presence on the internet. We us Catholics, right? We have to. Uh, we have to be where the people are, and SQPN does an excellent job of being where the people are on the internet with new media. So we need to support that. So uh, go to sqpn.com/slash/donate. And uh, anything you can give, $2, even if it's just $2, uh, make a contribution to help SQPN for another year continue to produce excellent Catholic content. I also want to mention that there's some uh, fantastic, uh, I say resources, it's merchandise, um, uh, swag they call it, over at SQPN Gear Store, right? SQPNGear.com. Lots of really cool Catholic foodie stuff like T-shirts and aprons. You need a Catholic foodie apron. Uh, lots of uh, of, of uh, a tote bag, uh, different kinds of T-shirts. Right? You got a ladies' cut. You've got uh, regular T-shirts. I think we even have long sleeve T-shirts for the winter time, so you can keep warm. You know, uh, sqpngear.com. Make sure you check that out as well. Lots of good stuff over there. You can spread the word, spread the message of SQPN and also the Catholic foodie. Uh, what else do I need to tell you about? Uh, one quick thing before we go. I want to thank Father Jim for his Lessons and Carols uh, episode of the Catholic Creativity Podcast. I listened to it on Christmas Eve. My children, my girls, uh, they, they did the Lessons and Carols before Mass on Christmas Eve uh, in the evening. And it was so cool to listen to Father Jim with his Lessons and Carols going on in, in that episode of the Catholic Creativity Podcast on Christmas Eve. I was so excited about that. It was pretty cool, huh, Charlie? That was. Yeah. So, uh, Father Jim, thank you so much uh, for doing that and for your great, great podcast over there, the Catholic Creativity Podcast. Uh, I think that's it. Did I forget anything? That's it. I think that's it. Okay, cool. Well, until next time. Bon appetit. <laughs> Let's do a more. Excuse me. <laughs> 
I still had this cough. Until next time, bon, bon appétit. appétit. I'm Julia Child. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.